0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today in celebrating the Blessed Feast of the Annunciation, we celebrate that day that the Archangel Gabriel comes to the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's also, we, said, we celebrate on this day, the very moment of the conception of our Lord Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit this feast in the church is always celebrated on March 25th and for a reason. What happens nine months down the road? <laughs> the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we celebrate that birth on Christmas Day. So let's remind ourselves, you just heard it read, but let's look at the, the meat of the gospel reading. And then we'll take a look at what our Lord wants us to see today. So the Archangel Gabriel comes to the Blessed Virgin Mary with this announcement. Hail, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among all women. And the Blessed Virgin was troubled. She was a bit fearful at the sight of an angel appearing to her. and Kind of troubled by his words, confused by them. And the angel comes, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Telling her, you found favor with God. Don't be afraid. And God tells her that she is going to conceive a child who she will name Jesus. And he will be the son of the Most High God. His kingdom is going to last forever. then Mary questions, how is this going to happen? She says, but how can this be since I don't know a man? I'm still a virgin and unwed. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, he said, and will overshadow you. Therefore, the one born from you will be called Son of God. For with God, nothing is impossible. Then the Blessed Virgin's most important response to what's being asked of her, what's being revealed by God through this holy angel, she says to God, Behold, I am your handmaid. I'm your maidservant. Let my life be unto you as you will. What a beautiful surrender of the will of God, of the will of man to God, mankind to God. A beautiful surrender of hers. And I tell you that that very surrender opened the door to salvation for the whole world. And we'll look at that with ourselves in just a moment. There's so much in the Annunciation to see here about God's love and redemption for mankind. So much to see about God Himself and about ourselves that we can see here in the Annunciation. But for us this morning, we're going to focus on three different truths that the church teaches us that we can glean from from the Annunciation. The first truth is we are encountering in this celebration... The very moment of the recreation of the entire world and all mankind from the fall. Its redemption begins at this moment with the conception of our Lord Jesus Christ. The second thing we're going to look at is what it shows us. Because the fathers say that the Blessed Virgin Mary conceiving Christ in her womb prefigures our own baptism. And then we also see here at the Annunciation... The very results of the baptism, our baptism, our recreation by Christ in those waters. So the Annunciation, particularly at the moment of the conception of our Lord Jesus Christ, through this, the womb of this blessed virgin and highly favored woman, it marks that absolute moment, as I said a moment ago, in which the reordering and refashioning of the entire world and all mankind begins. It begins right there. In fact, one church father put it this way. The captain of the angelic hosts was sent by God Almighty to the pure virgin to announce the good tidings of a strange and secret wonder that God as man would be born a child of her without seed, fashioning again the whole human race, proclaim people the good tidings of the recreation of the world. That's ultimately what we celebrate at the Annunciation. Through the Blessed Virgin Mary's life and what God ordained to do in her womb. What we celebrate today is the recreation of all things. Right then and right there. A second chance for all of creation. A new birth for all creation. And by God's mercy, a second chance at true and abundant life as God created it to be for every one of our souls. Consider the love of God and His mercy that we see here in the Annunciation. Remember it creation when the fall of man occurred. That we remember that it was woman who was the one who was first deceived. Don't worry ladies, man was equally deceived and fell. But it was woman who was deceived first. But look at the mercy of God. Even though that's the case, yet our Lord comes back to a woman. A daughter of Eve. And says to her. Proclaiming by this annunciation. That I am going to begin. The recreation of all things. And the restoration of all mankind. Through you. What a beautiful mercy this is. What a beautiful picture. of Christ turning the fall of man. In the order that it happened on it's head. For redemption to occur. It's a wondrous thing he does here. St. Bede puts it far more perfectly than I ever could regarding this truth. Listen to his teaching. The first cause of human perdition occurred when a serpent was sent by the devil to a woman who was to be deceived by the spirit of pride. Moreover, the devil himself came in the serpent who, once he had deceived our first parents, stripped mankind of the glory of immortality. Because death made its entrance through a woman, it was fitting that life Return through a woman. The one seduced by the devil through the serpent brought a man the taste of death. The other, instructed by God through the angel, produced for the world the author of our salvation. You see the turnaround. It's beautiful. And we're also given in words the very picture of both creation and recreation at the Annunciation as the blessed virgin would conceive Christ our god you might remember in genesis in the beginning how the earth was formless it was void and waters nothing but waters were told covered the whole earth and we're told that the holy spirit himself was hovering or in the hebrew hovering brooding over the waters you see like a cloud of glory so to speak on the mountains but he was brooding over the waters and the Holy Spirit's brooding over the waters marked the very beginning of the creation of all things. Notice at the Annunciation, the same thing happens. When the time had come for the Blessed Virgin to conceive Christ our God, the angel says the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And that Greek verbiage is the same language as creation. The Holy Spirit, Blessed Virgin Mary, will hover over you. Will brood over the waters, but not the waters of original creation, the waters of your very womb. This is the picture that we're given. Just as creation was formed from the waters, the recreation of all mankind, Jesus Christ our God, the second Adam, will be formed in the waters of this Blessed Virgin's womb. And in this recreation, this rebirth of all mankind, in the waters of the womb, the church fathers tell us very clearly, we are seeing our baptism, our recreation through water. Listen to St. Leo the Great on us. Speaking of what happened in her blessed womb at this time and what we celebrate today, he teaches, each one is a partaker of this spiritual origin in regeneration. To everyone, when he is reborn, the water of baptism is like the virgin's womb. For the same Holy Spirit fills that font who filled the virgin. That the sin which that sacred conception overthrew may be taken away for us by that mystical washing. This is what happened to each of us in the waters of baptism. The same thing that happened to the Blessed Virgin Mary on the day we celebrate today. I've passed on to you the teaching of the church over and over again that any time we see a feast day and a celebration of the Blessed Virgin Mary, inevitably we are going to see so many truths of ourselves and ultimately by seeing those truths through her, it is going to direct our hearts to God himself. And just as we see our baptism, our recreation, even in the conception of our Lord Jesus Christ in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we see something else of ourselves at the Annunciation. Saint Theophanes, Bishop of Nicaea in the late 700s. This bishop was also a hymnographer. He wrote hymns. And he wrote, I stumbled across this for the first time. He wrote an entire hymn. And the way that the hymn is written is that it's a conversation between the Archangel Gabriel and the Blessed Virgin Mary on this day. And what he intended to do was through this conversation, this hymn expresses all the revealed truths of what Christ had revealed about the Annunciation in this hymn up to that point. And when I share with you just two verses, one by the the Archangel Gabriel and one as Mary's response, see if you can't see who we truly are in Christ, how we've been refashioned and been remade. Here's the hymn. First, the archangel Gabriel proclaims, Rejoice, lady. Rejoice, most pure virgin. Rejoice, God-containing vessel. Rejoice, candlestick of light. Rejoice, holy mountain, shining sanctuary. Rejoice, bridal chamber of immortality. And in the next part of the verse, the blessed virgin responds, The descent of the Holy Spirit has purified my soul. It has sanctified my body. It has made me a temple containing God. A divinely adorned tabernacle. A living sanctuary of the Lord Most High. Every word I just read is a description of you. Every word I just read is a description of you. Of what Christ, by coming and dwelling in us through the waters of baptism, has recreated us to be. Which is our most true self shining forth who He is. And that's what you just heard. Just as the Blessed Virgin was <coughs> this Blessed Virgin became the very place where God, Christ our God, in His entirety, dwelled. And I tell you, she is the picture of us all by our baptism. Because in those baptismal waters... Did God not fill us with himself, making us the very place where the Most High God dwells? The temple of God is what we're called, a living sanctuary where God lives in us. A candlestick for the light of the light of the world to shine through into this present darkness. This is who we are. This is what we have been refashioned to be and we see In the Annunciation and the conception of Christ our God, we see our own recreation. The new men and new women because of Christ our God. But we need to see this too. Everything we talked about today, everything we celebrate in the Annunciation, it was only possible when a woman took this disposition toward the will of God. Not my will but yours be done. Lord, I am your maid servant. I am your servant. I, my life is yours. Be unto my life as you will. And all that we've talked about today was made possible because she joined herself to God in such a way. What might happen? All these wonders and more. What might happen in our lives if we grow to live a life with the same humble disposition? Lord, I am your servant. I am your handmaid. Be it unto me as you will, and be glorified in my life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.